You're listening to The Dash with your host, Aiden Reeves, a podcast where we talk with influential people to grow and inspire others around them in making an impact on their lifelong dash for greatness. Hey everyone, my name's Aiden, and welcome back to another episode of The Dash Podcast. Today, I'm here with my very talented guest, Holly Cole. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, I want to dive into a little bit about yourself and then move into your recent announcements. Very mm-hmm. exciting news. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, your career has kind of skyrocketed um, over the years, so I'm pretty pretty excited to have you in. Um, let's dive back in time. Mm-hmm. What was Holly Cole like as a kid? Um, probably very annoying. Very um, annoying. <laughs> probably. Uh, no, I was definitely a very sporty kid. I have two older brothers, so lots of you know wrestling, lots of football, lots of being outside constantly, playing any sport that I could. Uh, and then on the other hand, I was also really into community theatre and, and singing and dancing. Um, so I, I feel like I definitely had a very active childhood. I would say putting putting big shots on the big shots on the, on the football boys, field. Yeah. yeah, that's me. Now my brothers were quite scared. They won't admit it, but they were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's scared of the holy cow. <laughs> um, so beyond your football years, when did you start getting into songwriting? Um, beyond my football years, this is going to be like a running thing now, and I, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, beyond my football years, then I um. So what was the question? When did I start getting into songwriting? Yeah. I got into songwriting when I was probably like 13, 14. Um, I was always into music growing up and I always did, as I said, like a lot of theatre and stuff. But writing my own songs and getting into finding my own style of music, I would have been 13 and my parents got me, a, well, Santa got me a guitar Santa, for Christmas. Santa, yeah. And um, yeah. Santa's real good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then, so you started writing songs, and how long did that take you before you kind of started to put an EP together and, le- and release that? Definitely a couple of years. A couple of years. Yeah, so I I feel like I started writing songs when I was quite young, um, like 13, 14, and then it took me a long time for them to be half decent. And then when I was, I feel like I'd been 20 21 when um i decided i really wanted to take it seriously and i started recording an ep and then the ep came out like a year and a half ago now and um and yeah it kind of took a long time so there's a song in that ep that i think everyone kind of loves um it's probably the the most favorite song in that ep with 1.7 million views on youtube Mm -hmm. um on the music video um tell us about the experience of writing that music video because obviously that song means a lot to you and Mm -hmm. so many people have been able to connect with that song so just give us a little bit of a background behind that experience yeah it's been really cool it's been amazing like so humbling for people to connect with it and people to like it and um writing the music video was really cool it was really nerve-wracking to to take on like a project like that to to direct it and write it and and edit it and and kind of like do everything I could creatively for the video I definitely wanted it to come from me and I wanted it to be really authentic and I have this weird idea like if I write a song and then I hand it to someone else to like visually show that song it wouldn't be authentic if someone else had the control it's almost like 
me having an idea or like a vision of something and then asking someone else to explain it yeah. like they're going to explain it in their words not in my words yeah. and i felt like i owed it to people to to make it as authentic as i could yeah, and so pers- personal from you too. yeah yeah so. i think um because like you see so many artists these days a lot of them even outsource like yeah. the, the writing and then they perform the songs or they do whatever but there's no although they probably perform the songs well there's mm. no they probably have no connection to the songs because they haven't come from them personally yeah um yeah i was actually speaking to isaac about this on the f- second episode of the podcast and we just said so many people these days are writing just about nothing um yeah. and we're not talking about it doesn't always have to be a sad song but sad songs uh, about pure emotion and people connect with emotion. Yeah, I definitely think people connect with sad songs the most. Like you can connect with things when you're happy, but I think a lot of people turn to music when they're feeling an emotion that is confusing or upsetting or or it's hard for them to voice. So someone else voicing that is comforting, I think, in a way. Well, for me, it is. So I follow you on social media, known each other for a while now. There's been a massive, I guess, impact through your social media that whether it's probably not on purpose, but it's just kind of who you are, um, the LGBT community mm-hmm. and kind of what you're doing to kind of not so much raise awareness, but just to be in full support of that. So just tell us a little bit, a little bit about that because that's obviously holds a massive place in your heart. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah, as you said, it's just kind of who I am. So it's not really that I'm trying to do anything or I have an agenda my agenda I guess if I ever had one was just being myself like yeah. being authentic and and having art imitate life because that's what it does so it would be weird if and I think for a lot of like gay people it's been you know art hasn't really imitated their life you know and say if you were growing up and you were watching all these movies and these rom-coms and stuff and and for you if it was always like two guys as the storyline, you could appreciate it, but you couldn't relate to it. Yeah, okay, and so okay, yeah. growing up and, and never having something to relate to, it would like, it, it's strange and, and, and it shouldn't really be like that because if art imitates life, well, there are gay people, like, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, so yeah. it should be, you know, that, that should be out there as well. So and through your music, are you trying to create, that storyline for those who don't have those experiences or are going through those experiences? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess number one through my music, I'm just trying to be authentic, but I think like as a byproduct of that, it also gives people the, the you know, art that they're craving, I guess. Yeah, so talking about music, mm-hmm. you're releasing a new song. I am. Unholy. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about the song and kind of the process also, because you self-direct your music videos and mm-hmm. what's what's it like to kind of be able to sit down and just be like this is my chance to kind of visually show someone like what I'm trying to do with my song like with well music. it's daunting. daunting it's definitely daunting um but it's so exciting it's so fun like I love I love writing music obviously first and foremost but I absolutely love creating a music video and and being in in control of it creatively as much as I can and with this one um it's definitely the unholy music video is is a bigger project and I had a bigger crew than I usually would and we had a lot you know extras and and different locations and we had like a hair and makeup 
girl on as well, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, it's daunting, but it's super exciting. And this one in particular, I'm really, really excited about. Uh, I worked with, it was probably a, a crew of like eight of us and seven were women, which I love because yeah. there's never, you know, well, it's quite rare to have like a... That many people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. a crew with a lot of women on there. So, um, you know, our like cinematographer was a woman and, and all the writers, so I wrote it with three other gay girls which is just like I loved that because it, it was us telling a story that comes from us and is authentic to us and yeah. and is gonna and it has hit. that personal touch yeah yeah so 100%. yeah it's so really what's kind of the meaning behind unholy and or what does it what does it mean to you and w- what's it kind of trying to betray without giving right. obviously too, yeah. much, too much away well um let me let me think it's really at the heart it's just like a fun song it's really fun it's kind of a little bit cheeky it's um yeah it's just one that you can kind of dance to i play like electric guitar rather than the acoustic so it's kind of more upbeat energetic a little bit romantic kind of you'll have to i mean (laughs) you'll have to listen (laughs) sure um so uh, as i said before your career has kind of been going at a very rapid rate which is awesome for you mm. and it probably gets you step back sometimes and you're like holy crap like this is all happening like so fast and yeah it's as you said it's daunting but it's so exciting at the same mm. time what's kind of been a few of the moments that have um, stood out for you because as I said being a follower of your social media you have people in Spain for example drawing pictures of you yeah. so that, that's obviously <laughs> like that's insane it's in, it is it's insane <laughs> just it's to receive all this art I feel like it's the the most exciting thing besides like obviously the music is exciting and playing shows is exciting and and making the music videos like the best part I feel like of all of this is the interaction with people is like talking like I get so excited when people message me yeah, and but and I, f- I feel like on social media you're just so like you are so yourself like for example I'm not trying to kind of give me a shout out but Lewis Capaldi mm-hmm. um, yeah you probably follow him he is the most funny person I've ever yeah. followed on social and media. And he's just him. He's just him. And then I showed my mate the other day and he goes, actually I think it's my cousin, and I showed him and he goes, how do these two people kind of align? Like you have this guy who sings like heart-wrenching songs. Yeah. Like, who has the sweetest voice. Yeah. And then Lewis Capaldi has got these little star sunnies on mm-hmm. and he's just like a character. He's like, yeah. Well, it's, it's like... He's just so himself. But so many people connect with that. And I yeah. feel like that's the exact same with you. Like, you were just so yourself. Oh, thank you. I mean, I I think with Lewis Capaldi, it's that... It's it's so cool that he's this, like, funny character and stuff, but he also sings this music. It, it kind of shows us, like, humans are so complex that yeah. you can you can be, like, this, like, happy-go-lucky guy, but still feel that emotion. Yeah. Like, I really, I really like him. Um, but for me, yeah, I feel like it's just... I wouldn't have it in me to try and like fake a persona. Yeah. I just, I couldn't do it. And I feel like people see through that really easily. And so I love talking to people when they message me. And it's so weird. Like so many people get surprised and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe that you responded yeah. to me. I'm like, you're, you're like pouring your heart out to me and you're, or you're like taking the time to say something nice to me. Like that's, that's so humbling. That's so nice. Like as if I wouldn't yeah, be appreciative, yeah. you know? I feel like, um, there's so many, like you and I probably both experience this and there's many other people on social media. When you comment on, like 
someone that you look up to or idolize and they just even like your comment there's just that feeling you're of like that, you die that, yeah yeah <laughs> you're just like like i know you're a massive fan of taylor swift yeah. she has millions of followers yeah, yeah. just just, just a, a little just bit a little thing yeah but um yeah if you commented on her thing and if she liked your mm-hmm. like your comment or mm-hmm. even probably even just left you on red you'd be like oh my god she like actually read incredible my message. yeah yeah but yeah, it's so many people just don't take the time to appreciate the mm-hmm. people that are trying to help them get there. And well, I mean, you wouldn't have a career if people yeah, exactly. didn't follow you. Yeah, so. if, yeah, especially with musicians. Like, if people weren't listening to your stuff, yeah. you wouldn't go anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. um, for example, Justin Bieber, people started watching his videos on YouTube. If those people didn't watch, like, and interact mm. with his stuff, yeah. God knows if... Who was it? Scooter, Scooter Braun? Scooter Braun, yeah. yeah. God knows if he would have ever picked him up. So, yeah, I just think it's awesome what you're doing i s- always see your comments like you reply to so many people and even when you can't you still like, like yeah you still show them that you can see what like their support and i yeah. think it's yeah everyone kind of appreciates that oh well i appreciate them i mean i yeah I, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for them and yeah i i think it's like a really cool thing that even though we don't know each other or we're from like different parts of the world like every we're all kind of like spread out i think because like say in the let yourself down music video or i i think because i'm putting myself out there in a way or being like vulnerable in a way people feel like they can be vulnerable back to me yeah. and so like you form this like deep connection even though you don't really know each other like face to face it's kind of like well they probably shared with me and i shared with them more than we would with like a mate down the road you yeah. know what i mean so um, I think it's like this connection and then if you foster it, it's just like it's really nice. And that comes back to when, like if you just show them that like or appreciate their comments or their messages or mm-hmm. respond to them even, that's not that you're trying, well, everyone needs to make money, make sales and things like mm-hmm. that on, on new music especially, but they're just showing that little bit of compassion towards them it's kind of just going to make them support you even more mm-hmm. down the future like if you when you release your new song now everyone that you've replied to will probably post it onto their story share it with their friends yeah have it playing in the radio 24 7 yeah just to be in support of holy Cole. yeah so yeah i guess yeah i mean that's not what i do it for but no i get like it's totally what it's what happens like people support each other back and forth yeah for sure um so let's talk about one of the biggest moments for you, supporting mm-hmm. one of your all-time favourite bands. Mm-hmm. I'll let you... Well, uh, yeah, I supported Coda Line, which is one of my favourite bands, and they were like a soundtrack to my teenage years. And uh, I supported them when they came to Sydney and they played the Enmore Theatre, which is also just like a really nice, iconic yeah, place. Big, yeah. And yeah, big. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's big. So it was, again, like really nerve-wracking, but so awesome and i was so 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 grateful i definitely cried when i got the call i like dropped my knees i was like no 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 and then you stood up and you <laughs> slid across the yeah. floor <laughs> you're just like yes. yeah <laughs> yeah and then yes all right so yesterday you made a pretty big announcement probably the biggest announcement to date i did um not only are you going on an australian tour mm-hmm. but you're also going to support harrison storm across europe so what's that experience like for you like how excited are you to very very excited yeah i've never been to europe i've obviously never played shows in europe um and i'm so so excited for that and for the australian tour the australian tour is it's been four months since i've played my ep tour and um we're playing 
bigger venues like Sydney's like double the size which is just insane to me that it sold like it sold well because I it's been like a couple days and we have like 30 tickets left and I definitely cried over that as well because I was like oh my gosh I I don't know how this is gonna sell like I don't know I'm just like putting it out there and just fingers crossed yeah um but yeah I'm so excited to play to people and to play them new songs and yeah it's gonna be really really cool I'm so excited for you um it's gonna be awesome just to see because as you said four months ago you've just gotten off your your Australian tour but it's probably felt like forever for you oh it's felt like forever since I've played the show and and it's different playing shows to um like supporting someone is incredible and and I'm always grateful to do like support slots in Australia but like playing your own shows where there's people singing your lyrics and stuff yeah, is always they like, already know about you yeah you feel so like connected in that room it's it's really really nice I, well like you and I have probably both been to a lot of gigs mm-hmm. um just of other artists and things but mm-hmm. I'm so surprised how many times you go to a concert to see like the headline act and you end up falling in love mm. with the with the support as well. So I feel like it's that's gonna that's gonna be the same thing. That's my prediction for when you go overseas. Like Harrison Storm is an absolute talent. Yeah, nicest he is. guy. Um, but then when you go over there, where the people have looked you up just to see who you were, um, or they already know you, they're gonna know who Holy Cole is anyway, yeah. wh- whether <laughs> they want to or not. So um, yeah, I just feel like you're gonna get kind of so much exposure. And I'm praying by the time maybe this time next year or maybe a few years time um maybe you can come back in here and you can be like hey mm. i've just announced that i'm going on a headline tour in, in oh, europe imagine that'd that would be amazing that would be unreal i feel like yeah it's only a matter of time and obviously we have to crawl before we can walk mm. um but you've been crawling and now this is like your time to walk so yeah, yeah. i'm really excited and, and it's been really cool because with let yourself down getting like a lot of plays on youtube and stuff and and that filtering into like new people discovering me and stuff most of them have been overseas and I've been kind of like a little bit bummed that like I can't play shows to them because they've been like messaging like come to like Sweden come to Switzerland come yeah. to, and I'm like ah oh, man I wish like I <laughs> would love to yeah, yeah like uh, how's that gonna work and then this and just ha- like fell in my lap yeah, and how do you how do you go with traveling are you a fan of traveling I'm a fan of traveling 100% I'm not a fan of planes so is it I just, just kind j- of just the takeoff and landing or just the fear just the plane like the whole thing just <laughs> just any time because like have you have you flown before yeah yeah <sighs> horrible <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like any time that you know when you hear like it's gonna be bad i'm so bad at interpretations but you know when you hear like something while, you, while you're like mid-flight and it goes like and like something stops and you're like or there's like a bit of turbulence and you're just like, yeah. this is, yeah. Mm, this, this is the end. This is it. <laughs> no more music. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that doesn't happen on the way to Europe. Yeah. So it's just Not purely, purely the fear of dying. Fear of dying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I genuinely feel like every time I get on a plane, I'm going to die. Even if you got the good movies to watch on the plane? Nothing about <laughs> the movies. <laughs> movies will not save me. Um, all right. So just to give us dates about the tours and kind of how people can find your music and follow mm-hmm. you on social media. Where can they find you? Uh, so tours and everything, dates, um, it's all on my website, which is just hollycole.com. And then on Instagram, I'm hollycole. On Facebook, hollycole. YouTube, hollycole. Awesome. So And everyone could find your music on Spotify, Apple Music. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. No worries. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for really having me. Really good to talk to you. Um, good luck with all the tours. And Thank I'm you. Sure, you do it. Do excellent things. So. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Thanks so much.